0: Stopping, stopping. You know, set up waiting for a good day to happen, you know. Waiting around through ups and downs, you know. I, I just said look. Have, have a good day.
1: Don't you even start with me, Ronnie, you're tapping the microphone. Yo, yo, Mr. Coy. I asked him to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you asked him to tap on it? I just wanted to make sure that's it was a, the right one. A, that's Ronnie Chang. Don't you ever ask him to tap the microphone, Brian. Sorry, Mr.
0: Chang. Sorry,
2: Mr. Chang. Mr. Chang. I okay. apologize.
0: It's okay. You're it. here for my lawyer. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for having me on, man. Good to of see you. Course. I'm glad you're okay.
1: Yeah, good to see you. Are you are you overseas right now?
0: Yeah, I'm in Australia. So thanks you, for making you, it suitable to my time. Yeah. Of
1: course. Are you filming a movie?
0: Uh, I was. Yeah, I rapped. Yeah, I rapped you're on the rapped? movie. And that's yeah. why you're out there? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was supposed to be a two week of uh, filming and then it became five months of wow. refugee, you know, wow. like, yeah, no, in a good way. I mean, because, you know, my wife is Australian and I, I don't know if you want to save oh. this for a podcast, but um, no,
1: we're, we're live now. We're recording, bro.
0: Oh, okay, we don't start great. this show. We just start talking. Yeah, we oh, just okay, start great, talking, great.
1: man. And I love it. Are we, it. um, are it's we, uh, more-
0: uh, like uh, is, is are we is video also live?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not live. Oh.
0: He just means we're recording. we're in the show. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this the show has video? Yes. Oh do you not okay. if you well, don't
1: want it, we don't need it.
0: No, no, no. I just it? I wish I I wish I did put something on, but anyway. No, uh, but yeah, why
1: why would you no, want explain. something on? You're so known for uh one, your expensive suits, your amazing <laughs> yeah, not expensive. your amazing fucking hairline. <laughs> I mean you None of which that. I
0: have right now <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's why This is the raw Ronnie This is the Ronnie without <laughs> gel This is the Ronnie without yeah. Mega hold Which is what you, you normally
0: use Are you filming this from like a, Like a UNICEF Like children's f- Why why is there a crying baby behind you?
1: That's, that's my son And we're also raising money For my son oh. To have a happier life <laughs> Thank you for uh, pointing that out <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's this giant crying baby yes. behind you. I just, yes. I, you know, normally when people design their own custom podcast studios, uh-huh. they, you know, they have a picture of a car or like. Yeah,
1: or uh, or like, really <laughs> shitty, shitty drapes behind them with a with a door with a post-it hey,
0: board, I'm my, right? Like, I'm in my in-law's house. Also, you didn't Ronnie, tell me this Ronnie, was a video park. Ronnie,
1: Ronnie yeah. don't talk shit about my background when you're in the living room of your fucking aunt's house. Stop. <laughs>
0: I'm in my in-laws house, and um they're very respectful to their parents. They have old photos of their parents on the walls. I am yeah. perfectly happy about this. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy they let me stay in their house. So I got no complaints so this with is this your, house, man.
1: You're at your you're at your in-laws' house, and one of the in-laws is a gamer, and that's why they have a gamer's chair that you're sitting <laughs> no, in. You're no. full
0: of shit, bro. Dude, you're full this of shit, man. Dude, okay, first of all, my brother-in-law is a gamer. Second of all, okay. this chair looks. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, "What a la- What kind of nerd <laughs> has this kind of chair?" Yo, yeah. you sit in this chair one time, your life changes. This chair okay. is this chair ends chairs.
1: Oh, the, okay, this I'm gonna is get the it. end of
0: it. Yeah, what's I mean, so get great it, about it? It just fits like every hole in your body. Like you don't even know how bad your chair is right now. I guarantee you, you don't even know oh, how look- shitty the chair you're sitting. Look at this. You're like in a rocking yeah. chair. I don't even know. I'm
1: in a rocking chair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, awful.
0: When, it's awful. Once you sit in this, it's like, yeah, oh, it you're ready beautiful. to work now. You're ready to work yeah. and sleep at the same time. It's hard to explain. Well, g-
1: gamers chairs are built for people that sit on their ass for eight hours. And that's the truth. Cause yeah. when my, when they game, they game forever. So they got the lower lumbar, they got the headrest. It's designed like a Porsche Panamera seat. Uh, <laughs> I sit on a wooden rocking chair because when my ass goes numb, that's usually 45 minutes into the fucking pod. I know <laughs> I got 15 minutes to wrap it up.
0: Yeah, man. Look at this. You got your own Funko toy, but you can't get like a cool background and a comfortable chair, man. Jesus.
1: All right. You better slow down, What's mister. I'm. Imp- uh, you got a hat rack behind you. and You don't even wear any of those hats, Ronnie. This isn't my house, man.
0: I don't know. Uh, I whatever. Yeah, this isn't my <laughs> dream LA house I built off of selling out Hawaii 50 hey! times in a row. Hey! <laughs> you, like? <laughs> Thank I think you. you, you yeah, you, I, I, I was just saying how you got to leave some money for the Hawaiians. Joe, you're taking too much <laughs> money from them, man. They I got no money left. Community. You keep doing shows there and selling arenas. <laughs> and then building podcast studios of crying babies and rocking. Any-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, bro.
0: You better slow
1: down. I want to say this. I was so proud uh, to see you smash it in Crazy Rich Asians. I know this is something that, you know, it's, you know, we always like when someone talks to Ronnie, we got to bring up the movie. Hey, it was a legendary movie. It it was the first of its kind, that that big of a cast, that much talent. And for you to have the chops that you did right off the bat, bro, that opening scene when you took the picture with your family.
0: Thanks so much, man. Thanks it was so much, a yeah, scene
1: man and you established that character from the beginning and you maintain it the whole way i love that character you were so funny in it and it wasn't that far of a stretch from ronnie but it was <laughs> it was it was it was good it was dope dude i love it acting, it was a great character. barely
0: acting i just it i was, didn't read no, the script yeah i just went no, on I just, it
1: was stop no, it, was, no, it but, was it a stretch like
0: i love that character it was so good It was right on and I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. No, Uh, I'm very good at
0: uh, playing that type of role that doesn't, yeah, that douchebag who doesn't care. It just comes very natural to me. I don't know what to say. But uh, no, I mean, I was just a small part in that thing. You know, I'm I'm very glad that I was able to be a part of it. And, um, you know, it sounds like I'm going into auto mode right now, but it's truly how I believe that, like, Um, There's a lot of really talented people working on that, much more talented than me. You know, they made us all look good, and uh, also I'm really happy that I, I feel like the community really got behind it. You know, I feel like the oh, 100. Um, a- Asian American community among um, uh, really got behind it. And that was important for all of us to make something all that people could get behind. And you know, you know how it is, man. It's hard to make things. Um, it's hard to make things. Period. It's hard to 100. make things authentic. It's hard to make things that people get behind even if everything lines up you know it like and that was like my first ever film and so my whole thing is like yeah i 200 million dollars or i'm not doing that movie you know (laughs) (laughs) but but it's such a weird experience for that to be your first film and then see like damn the number of things that had to go right for something to be quote unquote successful like let me let me break it i don't need to break it down for you but just for people listening in is like imagine you need a good story then yeah. you need a good script then you yeah. need a good director then you need good actors then you need it to be edited well and even if the movie is killer then you need the marketing to nail it you know all yeah. these things have to align like for 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 anything for that many things to align the odds of that happening are very very rare you know so yeah. uh, you know you can have a good film or a good project that do- isn't marketed well i'm sure yeah. you've experienced that you know well 100 percent yeah, what I love.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ronnie. But yeah. what I loved about that movie is uh, when it was shot and cut and edited, everything that was put together um, to screen it. All right, I wasn't part of the screening process, but I'm just saying for you to screen that movie in front of potential people that are going to market or get behind and put financial, you know, money behind it. Um, first ten minutes, it's already a wrap. That oh. opening scene was fucking. It was a wrap. Right,
0: right, it was right. done. No, I'm glad. Like you
1: couldn't get behind. If you didn't get behind that mo- movie, then something was wrong with you. You know what I mean? Because the first ten minutes, you you were in it. You were like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta stay in this movie. Right. Am no, I right? I'm glad.
0: And uh, yeah, and I mean, I feel that way. And and genuinely, Warner Brothers marketing, they they really did care. You know, it's easy to yeah. be cynical about these people. About they're just grabbing the money. But they really did care, like what you said. They held focus groups with with communities, Asian yes. American communities, yeah. to try to get the marketing right and get their feedback on stuff. You know, because and let's be, if you want to play the dollars game and be super cynical, let's be honest here. They don't need to play. They they no. can, they can just play the white people and win win the money game because the population size. They didn't yep. do that, but they wanted to make something authentic. Hey, even even John Chu said as much. He said like they could have taken a big payday and 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 um. Uh, gone to Netflix for yes. life-changing money. It's how yes. it was described to me. But, yes. but John felt, John, and, and to be fair, the, his producers, um, Nina Jacobson, Brad, Brad Simpson, everyone there, they, they felt very strongly that it needed a theatrical release. They wanted yes. to give it that theatrical release, you know? And so mm-hmm. a lot of people made this film with agendas other than pure money, which yeah. in showbiz, American show business, that's you know, that's such a rare thing to happen, you know? And yeah, yeah we can be cynical that made tons of money and whatever, you know, they're, they're playing off a, a untapped market. But when we were making it, there were no guarantees, man. I mean, no. when we were making it, we couldn't even get the airline to, to appear in it, you know, like, wow. it, it, yeah. So, so it wasn't like this was a sure fire hit from the start. You know, a lot of people uh, took a lot of risks and made some good decisions and, and backed uh, authentic storytelling in it, you know. So I'm, I'm glad people kind of it resonated with people and 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 um, people got behind it. You know, I'm always, re- especially fellow creators like yourself, you know, to watch stuff and to watch other people's stuff and go like, yeah, there's something cool here, you know.
1: Yeah. And, it, well, it was, it was more than just a movie for someone like me. I'm half white, half Asian, so I already struggled with an identity crisis. You know, when I was growing up, it was always searching. You know what I mean? Like I have a Filipino mom. I have a white dad. You know what I mean? And when people ask what I was, I'd always tell them about my Filipino culture. And if you could just put yourself back in my time when I was a kid, I didn't have a movie like Crazy Rich Asians. I didn't have stuff like that where I could be like a, a conversation when I'm at work or, or something I could grab a hold and embrace. So, you know, when – when uh, just like for example, when I found out that Lou Diamond Phillips was Filipino in La Bamba – that was a very <laughs> proud moment for me. It's that huge. was a big, that was a very big, big moment for me. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was playing a, a, a Latino character, which is still amazing, but it was still like no, I wanted huge. something like a crazy rich Asians when I was a kid. You yeah, know what and mean? I think people so, know. so when I yeah. when it finally happened, of course I had like it was more than just a movie for me. It was something for me to like get behind. And let everybody know, like, yo, this is our moment, and we need to embrace this, like, finally, like. And not only that, it was fucking good. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah everyone, watch this. Yeah, Thankfully, man. it was good. Yeah. yeah, it has
0: to be good. You know, you you can't represent if it's not good. That's yeah, that's the man. bottom line. You know, it's 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 harder to get behind things unless they're good. And so we're lucky that. Um, yeah, this was good. and I feel yeah, the same man. way. like if you when I found out Keanu Reeves was like a quarter Chinese or something, what? it was like what?
1: bro it was it was like crazy. It and was. It's, like, so, oh. it's so funny because you try and explain like I try and explain that to like my kid yeah. or anyone that's of this generation. you know yeah. everything is so everything's in the palm of their hand. They can find out about somebody in minutes. But for yeah. me to find out that Rob Schneider was half Filipino, In a movie, when I'm watching, when I'm watching, uh, I think it was uh, Hot Chick or whatever, or Deuce Bigelow in the theater, and he says babinka, which is a Filipino dessert. I'm like, I'm looking at everybody in the theater, like, yo, that dude's Filipino. Like it was a big moment for me. you know what I mean. And 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 it's funny, like we laugh at it now, but like, like you got to put like me in that time, and like just struggling with my own identity, and just finding something, and just finding something that can inspire me. You know yeah, what I mean? Still and that in was this my time. inspiration. But yeah, oh. but it is, you're all right. But what you guys did was you opened a very big door. You guys kicked down double doors. And now and now now Hollywood sees the potential and sees what that it doesn't have to be a demographic that you're selling to. Everybody loved that story. It was a yeah, love story. Yeah. And it has nothing Damn, to do with who's playing it or whatever.
0: I love, I love how Joe's Yeah. We, talk, we never got a chance to debrief about it. So this is our first time talking about the movie, but, uh, um, Bro, was, Oh yeah. The other guy, man,
1: it's, the, I want you to know, Ronnie, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Cause I want to get yeah. it off my chest. No, like please. I really want you and I'm pretty sure you guys already do, but to embrace what you did, uh, like really understand that you, you really did make a movement happen and you're a part of it. You're at the forefront of that and, and you were part of that cast it was it was from 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 director to writer to fucking cast. You guys knocked the doors down in Hollywood, and you were the you did that. That's yeah, amazing, well, man. Well, you, yeah, you get I to mean, attach your name to that.
0: Yeah, it, look, very very proud to be attached of that project and any good project. And I mean, you know, it it was a lot of people, so we were we were lucky to be the conduits of it. We were lucky to be, you know, everyone wanted to be in that movie, so. We were yeah. lucky to be the ones chosen to to be in it, but it yeah honestly it was a lot of people's work, man. A lot of people behind the scenes, and again, yeah, a lot of community people, man. The community yeah. support that, like, even till today, people will never know how much community support went into it, like, with yeah. selflessly. Like, the, the, the people were, like, just trying to – it was almost like campaigning for president. I remember people were, like, bro. trying to get – Yo, you got to go watch this movie. You got to go watch the movie. And no one was paying bro, anyone I was, to do Bro, I was one of I those know, guys. I You were one of those I, guys. I was, yeah. Bro, I didn't – I only knew two people
1: in that fucking movie, man. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what I mean? And I was, like, it wasn't even about that. It was just about, like – it was kind of like a prove-it moment, like – like like I remember I bought my ticket right away. I bought it online, which I really do. And then I went to go see it and not only that I really genuinely loved the movie and I was behind it because I wanted to be like this is that door we need to kick down. You know what I mean? And and you yeah, guys yeah. did it. And it was yeah, just thanks. beautiful. So I understand what you're saying that like we all came together for that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we came was, together. It was,
0: and it was nice to have a rally point that made yeah, sense and was good, you know, because mm-hmm. like, again, like I said before, it's hard to represent unless something's actually good. And so yeah, I really like what you said before, because I kind of say that all the time. It's, you know, it's easy to be cynical and, 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 and hate and like see the flaws and things. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I'm kind of motivated by being very self-critical. So I I can understand that kind of urge to be critical. But yeah. if you watch this movie and you don't see anything redeeming about it, I mean, that's just not right. You know, to say that yeah. it's, it's, it's objectively not correct to go like nothing about this movie was good because um, even if you didn't like the movie, like the, the, the real, I think the real legacy of the movie is that it provided a baseline of storytelling for Asian American stories in 100%. America. Yeah. So yes. even if you don't like what the hell it was, you, you, you at the very least you should appreciate the story. What, the, the yeah, and the the baseline it created so that exactly. you can because we had people in this that in America that were like like we had multi dimensional Asian characters in this, which yes, sounds like a no brainer now, but that yeah. doesn't really happen, you know. Like we had characters yeah. who are in love. We had characters who are insecure. We had characters who are yeah. confident. We had characters who are yeah. douchebags. Who are good guys. We had mm-hmm. all these different, you know, and, and so to Everything. see, yeah, we to, to even to see that happen in America is is very interesting, you know, and you compare that yes. to, like, compare that to, like, uh, I don't know if you remember Jet Lee in Romeo Must Die, or yes. was it Cradle to the Grave? It was with Aaliyah. Yes. Which one was yeah. with Aaliyah? Yeah.
1: It, was, Cradle to the it grave. was Romeo Must
0: Die. Romeo Must Die. I'm pretty Jet- sure that was it, right, Brian? I'll check. Yeah, yeah, yeah It was please. Jet Lee and Aaliyah. And they yeah. were the two leads, Jed Lee at his prime, like badassery. Prime. And mm-hmm. there was a scene in that movie where at the end of the movie they kiss. kiss. And Romeo yep. must die. Yeah, Romeo must die. They yep. I went to and the theater for that, and they 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 screened it to test audiences. And in America, test audiences were like, whoa, 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 whoa. like they couldn't yeah. see this Asian guy kiss this African American woman, and so yeah. they cut it from the movie. You know, so and crazy. Wow. Yeah, they cut that scene from the movie because it and and so my point is like that's what that's what the fight is, you know? That that's yeah, what the fight is crazy. against is stuff like that mm-hmm. where people yeah. can't even see Asian actors in different characters or in roles yeah. like that, you know? So, I mean, even if you don't like the story of the movie, but I I can't see how you can watch this thing and have no To have nothing, to get nothing out of it—that's something with you. You know what I mean? There's something inside you that you need to deal with. (laughs) Yeah, man. Because it's a happy rom-com, and it 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 kind of set the baseline level for so You can build on that, and and you can make a farewell. You can make a. I know Parasite from South Korea, but accepting a a a South Korean movie in America. You know, I went to watch Parasite in in cinemas in America, and I remember watching in the theater, and. Parasite comes on subtitles, right? English subtitles, and I remember watching it. And the vibe in the room was like you're watching any other movie. It, it didn't feel yeah. like we were watching a foreign film. It felt like we were watching like a Oscar nominated film, you know. Mm, and, and that's, that's, that's awesome. the kind of yes. vibe you want. Yeah, that's the kind of vibe you want to create. You want to normalize Asian people in American storytelling, you know.
1: That's yeah. Mm. Mm. It was amazing. That was an amazing time. And and it was so cool because, you know, not only did I watch that in the theater, but it was also cool to go see Searching, which was also yeah. Asian mm-hmm. and and indirectly was Asian without promoting that it was Asian. It was yeah. Henry Cho. His 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 brother John was Cho. Asian in the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. John Cho. Henry yeah, Cho's John Cho is a comedian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, who John. I need to get on this podcast. Henry Cho, I love you one of the first <laughs> ones to do it uh, oh, yeah thick uh, thick fucking country accent but one of my favorite comics uh, anyways uh, John Cho his bro- you know in the movie his brother's uh, Asian the daughter's Asian and you know it, you know at the same time while crazy rich Asian just played these two movies were crushing numbers in the box office
0: yeah, yeah, at yeah. This,
1: you know what I mean it was just yeah. it was a good time for cinema and uh, and I can't wait for that to continue happening And then on top of that, on top of that, you're you're the senior correspondent over at the uh, at the Daily Show, which is another thing that's really uh, amazing uh, that you're doing. You know what I mean? Like that's another position that we did. You know, people of this generation get to see and and respect. You know what I mean? Like that's a a very, very respected show. And here you are running the you know, you're a senior correspondent. That's dope, bro. So congratulations to that. Yeah, Thanks so much. Yeah, I, I think a so, lot of uh, this
0: is just a lot of this is just like I believe in storytelling and I, I consider comedy to be storytelling as well. Like it's that's my it's, shit. Yeah, it's about authenticity, right? So yeah, pe- people get behind things which are authentic. You know, they, the authenticity resonates. And I think part of what we're seeing is just that to, to authentically describe society in 2020, you have to see these other faces. If you yeah, don't see so, it's, it's weird. It's like, how are they? It's known? Very weird. Yeah, it's how they know Asian people, how they know black people, how they know Latino people, because that's yeah. that's how society is right now. And so if you don't show that and, you know, not not diversity for the sake of it, which is tokenism, you show it exactly. because that's authentically how you can tell these stories, you know, and that's what I think. Yeah, I think that there's no talking.
1: difference. There's no difference from me. Uh, talking like my mom to get my point across without telling you I'm Filipino, but understanding that my mom is my mom and my mom is just like your mom. Mine just happens to be Filipino, but yeah. they're doing mom shit. And there's no <laughs> difference from me doing, no difference from me doing my mom. And there's no difference from Eddie Murphy doing his mom. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Eddie yeah. talks about his mom throwing the slipper across the room and she's like, you better get your ass to that pop. There's yeah. no difference from that, and my mom going Joseph, go to sleep. Like, yeah. there's no difference. Absolutely. If I have to get into character for you to get it, then people yeah. relate, yeah, and and yeah. and that's why I love storytelling, and that's why like when you did when you guys did the movie Crazy Rich Asian Asians, it was like it, it felt like this, and I'm, I'm I'm bringing it back to me, and I hate doing this shit, but but if you could just imagine me starting in 1989 and trying to indirectly tell people that I'm half Asian. And, and 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 people, you know, like you said earlier, it was like um, acting as if you don't get it just because I'm saying something that's Filipino. But you do get it because that's a mom story. Does that right, make right. sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what and, really uh, uh, attracts me to stand up comedy as well is is um, is you talk about all this stuff and, you know, I sound the way I sound and I look the way I look. And my mom is Singaporean. You know, Malaysian, Chinese. But when I talk about her, it, it's not even about, it's not about the race. It's just about her exactly. doing mom stuff. As you said, and people her get behind it. And exactly. then what happens, what happens is that when people get behind a joke, you also kind of get them behind the idea that, you know, we're all, we all have the same kind of thoughts. You know, Mm -hmm. even though you look at people and you might have a language barrier and so you think they might be less sophisticated in how they see the world. It's like, that's not true, man. It's like we all have the same thoughts. We all get annoyed at the same things. You know, it's not even about race. And then I feel like that kind of you know, it makes, it it kind of makes everyone understand each other a little bit better. I think we can all agree at the same thing. So yeah, yeah, totally get behind it. Yeah. And let's talk about you for a second here because (laughs) people don't know that this guy, Joel Coy, has been coming out to Australia for a little bit now. And I know (laughs) white Australian comedians, the whitest Australian comics who till today, when I, when I was coming up in Australia, I would ask them who was the best one they ever saw and they said Joe Coy at the Comics Lounge in Melbourne, Australia. In- I love the damn. Comics Lounge. Yeah. I love that you know room. the Comics Lounge in <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I know I love those guys. guys. I know Dan yeah. and those guys.
2: Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah hey, hey, hey. hey, hey,
1: hey, hey. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, Brian. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up! Yep, uh, it. It's a compliment about. It's a compliment on me. I, I, yeah. Let me, let me enjoy it. this compliment. Yep. Let me complete. Let's back one it one more up. time, Ronnie. Ronnie, <laughs> let's go
0: ahead. Let's home. Still, still Saunders, Melbourne, Australian and comic. We, he now lives in LA, but long time yeah. Melbourne comic. You know, he still was kind of headlining when I was starting out, and he told me, "Man, the best." It wasn't even. You know, I just, I shouldn't need to qualify this, but it wasn't even who is the best American comic, who is the best Asian comic. I was like, who's the best one you saw at the comics? Now he was like, Joe Coy came in and just destroyed the goddamn place, <laughs> like in two thousand and uh, must have been ten or eleven, something like wow, that. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't super long ago, but it was recent, you know. So Dang, um, thank, thank, you, killing it, killing it everywhere, like that kind of legendary killing it where people talk about it <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. For like a Thank decade, you, you know? uh, yeah. Australia and, um, oh, was also, the first one to embrace me. Oh, Australia was the first one to embrace you outside of yeah, outside of America. Big time, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, everywhere embraces you, right? Is there a place that you've yeah, been it's crazy. To that
1: doesn't- yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. I played Malaysia, and it, yeah. it, it, it sold out like six months in advance. It was like four thousand yeah. people. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely it's, nuts. It's, it's, and then Australia, I played the super theater. Have you played that? It's it's. It's enormous. It was like nine thousand people, and I was just like, I, I pitch myself. I pinch myself city? every day. Which city? That was Sydney.
0: Oh, Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. No, Australia's my esther's my 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 territory. I started here. Yeah. I do okay here. I'm not doing Joe Coin numbers over here. Okay, so <laughs> this guy coming in killing it. And yo, my agents, even my agents in America, will tell me, you know, when I do when I do that that California circuit, the um, damn, what's those improvs? The the yeah. big ones. They said, yeah, like, yo, improv. this is, this was, no, no. what was the one in like uh, the, where, uh, near near Orange County? Oh, that's an improv as well. That's the improv. Yeah, all those improvs there. They were telling me Joe Coy was the one who, that's how he built up his whole thing. He would keep selling out these Improvs um, in like What's that so, Is that Southern California I'm, I'm sorry Yeah you know, I'm not Orange guy.
1: County Orange County yeah. Brea Yeah Brea.
0: All these places yeah. Were like Joe Corey territory Where he would He would come back <laughs> Over and over again that, And that's how he built it up And so Yeah You know That's what my agents Would tell me to go And do these places And, and you know I'd be like Man these places These venues are way too big for me And they'd be like Well <laughs> that's how Joe you, you know That's how he He started from there And built it up So if you want to get to um, selling more tickets, you have to kind of, you know, that's a, that's a path to go as well. And then the other thing was when I, when I was doing my special and people don't know this, but my Netflix special, cause I was researching the venue and I saw that Joe actually did film the special in the same venue I was going to film yeah. in like years Alex before. Theater. Alex theater. Yeah. And so I, I just messaged Joe one day. I said like, Hey, do you have any like specific tips with the venue? Because I'm I'm about to perform there, and then he, you know, Joe Coy called me up, and then he was like, "Yo, mic up the mic up the balcony, cause the that the yep. acoustics in there suck. Like, mic yeah. it up so that you can get the feedback. And damn, yep. if you didn't tell me that, you know, I would have screwed it up. The whole the whole the the sound is so important, especially the audio yeah. feedback. So important, yep. yeah.
1: Especially in that room, and that's why when you asked me, I was like, I gotta tell this guy about the the audio because yeah. that was my biggest mistake that I made when I shot at the Alex theater, it, it was, it, and I'm glad you did it. Cause by the way, that special killed, man, you, you rocked oh, that thanks special, so much. man. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I gave
0: you a shout out the, in the credits for that, but, but like, um, uh, no, but stuff like that. It's like very specific performer questions, you know, that you managed yeah, to, yeah. You, you told me about it. Like, otherwise we wouldn't know, you know, we were, we were filming it. Essentially it was, it was a pretty rushed job. You know, it was, it was, it was a very rushed um, thing we had to do. So thanks for the feedback, man. Uh, so thanks 100%. for the heads up. On that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, um, Brian, what do you have for uh, Ronnie, man? Because you know, Brian is an improv guy, but he's also a JFL guy. That's why my relationship with Brian goes way yeah. back. Well, Ronnie, and one thing one thing Brian knows is every fucking comic, even the <laughs> comics that don't know that Brian. They may not know Brian. Brian knows all about that comic and. <laughs> right. We we had Ronnie at the
2: New York Comedy Festival a few years back. That's right. I remember um, that you crushed, and I I remember taking a good shot of you taking the stage from backstage. That I texted you after. Yeah, remember that was a that was a pretty good picture. But what I really want to talk about is the special at the Comics Lounge in Melbourne, Australia. They have this meal, right? That is, it is chicken parmesan. Okay, Mm, mm. over. Fries. Okay? So they have a whole plate of French fries. Okay, And then they they have a chicken parmesan cutlet. And then they cover the whole thing in sauce and cheese. And then that is a meal that they serve there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, chicken parma. It's fucking unbelievable. (laughs) That's not chicken parma? They don't don't just serve... That's an Australian thing, man. Oh, yeah? Is it everywhere? Yeah, they do that. And do you know that that chicken parma got me through many a night? Because when I was starting (laughs) out, I would go... at the comic shops, I go into the kitchen and essentially like, like be like, Hey, is there any leftovers here? And yeah. that guy, that, that chef guy will always hook me up with that. So yeah, shout out that yeah. chicken palma. That chicken <laughs> palma is killer. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Shout dude, out to the brothers, me so many to times the brothers that, of the
2: comics lounge. Yeah. It's uh, Dan and, um, oh shit. Grant Lee,
0: Grant Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Grant. That's right. Grant. They are so they they are really good guys, really yeah. unintentionally funny people as well. They're awesome. And they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but comics lounge is such Ronnie. a weird thing to be connected to. Yeah. It's a good it's a good room. That's really so
1: good room. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie, you're you're Malaysian, Chinese, and what else? Uh, uh,
0: uh Malaysian Chinese, that's it. I'm just oh, that's I'm, it I'm, yeah, I'm Chinese, I'm I'm ethnically Chinese and um my nationality. But you're from is, Malaysia yeah malaysia yeah
1: Malaysian. okay yeah, cool yeah.
0: And, and i mean um, i you know I, I i i like i lived in singapore for a long time my mom lives in singapore now uh and uh-huh. i i went to i went to australia for uh university and i started doing comedy in australia so that's wow. why that's why there's like all these different countries in it yeah
2: did you How ever, long ago, did you start oh go ahead brian I was just gonna say, did you ha- did you struggle finding a way a way to get up a ton when you were developing in Australia? Because I find that's a lot of Australians' challenges. Yeah. There's not that many dedicated comedy venues. Like even the the comics lounge is only open like four nights a week in the heavy season. Yeah, right? but so, you don't.
0: Yeah, no, so it's that's like a great mics,
2: point. You know what I mean? Like you know you don't you can't just go club to club to club and get up twenty times a week like people yeah. do when they go to New York and they're trying to get real sharp.
0: You know? So yeah, how did no, you get so is- sharp? This is becoming real inside baseball comedy, Australian comedy. But okay, yeah, I'm. I'm people like people I can, like
2: uh, inside stuff on this show. I think yeah, people like hearing yeah. about the
0: process of comedy. No, I, I could talk think, about John? I could talk about comedy forever. So I know I'm in the right job. So yeah, um, the <laughs> yeah. the like, um, uh, you're right. The the stage time isn't like America, but you don't know what you don't have. So we didn't know we were, you know, we suspect that we weren't getting enough stage time, but we didn't. I mean, that's the norm in Australia was right. to you could do, you in Australia, there's enough comedy rooms and clubs in Melbourne to, uh, which is a capital city, right? So not every city in Australia has this, but Melbourne, which is considered the comedy capital, we, we you could do, a, you could do a spot every night, one spot every okay. night of the week, but you couldn't do that every week. So if All you, right. if you did, let's say you did you know, three spots a night, one week, the next week you might do one. And then a week after that, you might do none. And so, so that you're right. There is a huge limit. And the way we would do it is um, uh, because of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, Mm. uh, we would, the entire Melbourne and Australian comedy scene would essentially like structure their lives and careers creatively around that once a yeah. year festival For so our listeners would, to
2: know Like Melbourne uh, Osh, uh, The Melbourne Comedy Festival Has grown to be a massive International comedy festival It is a big yeah, deal for comedians it, now
0: Yeah and yeah. the way we do it There isn't like Montreal Where you come with Five, ten minutes You know In M- Melbourne International Comedy Festival is more like the Edinburgh Fringe Which is So you got to come right. with like an hour wow. So it becomes People become You know the style here Becomes a little bit more storytelling Right Uh a little bit more indulgent sometimes, but that, sometimes that UK get, style, yeah, that UK yeah. style. And you get great, you know, when it works, it's great. And then when it doesn't work, it's like, well, some, some of you guys probably shouldn't be doing an hour, but some <laughs> of these hours are amazing, you know. So yeah. you get,
2: you know, it's just like anything, you know, kind of um, more about um, personality than about hard punchlines sometimes.
0: Sometimes more about so, the, definitely more about the story. Yeah. Mm, and people story. give you a time of day here, you know, because they pay money to see a one hour show. They they let you, they give you a bit more rope, mm, um, mm-hmm, which yeah. which can make you a little sloppy when it comes to 10 minute sets. But right. uh, it, it also allows you to think of storytelling as a whole, you know, yeah. think of hours as a whole instead of like these discrete five minute um, things. And my whole thing in Australia was that I always preferred that American style of being sharper in the 10 minutes. So, So I would, I, you know, by Australian standards, I was kind of more of a, like a 10 minute guy, more than an hour guy, but by American standards, I'm more of a one hour guy. Right. That's so So, interesting. You know,
2: the thing I love about this whole thing is that we're inventing it. Like the, 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 you know, there's the UK and the Australia like scene of comedy and then there's the American, but like, there's nowhere else in the universe where it's happening. (laughs) So it's like, this is the creation of these these formats sure well i i mean i will formed. say
0: that in, in and and joe knows this like in southeast asia it's it's kind of building and right. so yeah. there are the places doing it but you can Good. see them doing it and that, that you know i think I, I can only speak for malaysia and singapore uh the scene there is very healthy now and it's growing and and, right. and uh great comics are there coming out and they're doing you know malaysian com- comedy for malaysians you know previously everyone was kind of doing like a you know, like American comic tribute band, mm-hmm. you know, they would do, they tried to, you know, like do, you talk about Chicago in Malaysia, like nobody, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody's funny. talking about Chicago. Yeah, but now they're, you know, they're talking about Malaysian stuff, which is cool. And with the scene, you can make, you can see people make the mistakes that, you you know people that were making made it, here fifteen years yeah. ago or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, trusting yeah. the wrong people, the the, the, <laughs> yeah. the shady characters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. So so you it's know, funny, and but they learn very quick because they learn. You know, they because um they are able to uh they they're able to gain knowledge from the places that have it for a bit longer, which is America and the UK, and right. And so you, I'm uh, you're not you're not wrong. Like America and UK kind of pioneered the art form for sure, but it's kind yeah, of yeah. coming up in its own way in different places. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know what I love is um, like due to YouTube and all these streaming services like Netflix or whatever, you know what I mean? You, you Now you realize that English is also a second language everywhere. And not only is it a second language, but they're also getting the humor, the inside joke, you know what I mean? Instead of over explaining. And I got that when I went to Malaysia, you know what I mean? I didn't change my bit. I didn't. And, and that's that's very intimidating. When someone gets booked in Malaysia, you're like, Dude, are they going to get it? And if you yeah. just walk up and be yourself, they get it. So get my it. question to you, my my yeah. question to you, Ronnie, is you said you, you grew up in Malaysia, Singapore? I, I'm sorry.
0: Where'd you yeah, grow yeah. up? Yeah, both, both, both. I don't differentiate okay. between the two. I grew up in, I grew up, I, I, I was the guy who, I woke up in Malaysia, Johor Bahru. I would take the school bus to Singapore in the morning. So I'd That's be- That's crazy. Go, Wow. Between two different countries, yeah. So, so English
1: is your second language. It, it's spoken there, or like when you're being taught, is it taught in the schools? Like, why why is oh, English yeah, yeah. so? Why is it so like like it's you speak it naturally? Like it it is your language. Yeah,
0: it's a uh, English is the lingua franca. In my case, English is my first language, but okay. English is the lingua franca in um, Malaysia and Singapore. I mean, probably because we used to be British colonies, so yes. that stuff trickles down you know but yeah singapore singapore's education system is english is the first language and, and that, um, Im- see that's yeah.
1: the that's beautiful man and that's that's why when i shot my special in the philippines for yeah. in his elements a lot of people think oh filipinos only speak the language it's like no we've been speaking english for a hundred years now <laughs> it's yeah. like like they yeah. speak english they they get it they sing look at arna look at uh, Al Panera, uh you know arnel panetta with the journey like Like we speak and and sing English and it's like, you know, like that's what I love about these streaming services. Like people don't know that, that Ronnie spoke English. And that's, that's something that a lot of people in Malaysia and Singapore speak. speak
0: It's funny, dude. I got to tell you when the American comics come to Singapore and Malaysia, or even the Australian comics come, it's so funny. The conversations, they, they ask me stuff because everyone gets nervous, like you said. And then they ask like the, hey, do they have traffic lights here like hey do they yeah. do they have do they have like catholic i literally someone asked me like, hey do they have catholics here do they know what catholics are and i'm like dude they <laughs> they know everything just do everything it they'll get it because sometimes the you know the the americans come down the australians come down and they just it's so that it's that is that really um uh innocent uh ignorance of like yeah oh hey it do you is. guys have this year this you got have yeah. It? okay yeah so in america we have catholics right and these guys <laughs> some of them are bad and yeah like, it's like dude we don't you know like just do the bit like it's even worse when you explain it yeah and, exactly um, yeah just do the bit like we get it now it's 2020 okay we've <laughs> yeah. been yeah we've been looking we we watch spotlight we, get, like, we yeah. get what catholics are it's
2: yeah, like when it's, people go to do new faces in Montreal, a bunch of them every year think that they have to be like, uh, bonjour, uh speak English, you know what I mean? <laughs> to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. crowd is like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
1: yeah,
0: we yeah. speak English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy uh, how and it's pretty crazy how much that's true, though, because <laughs> you can even go to there's a I'm Joe, you know this. This is Rob right Your Ali. There's like an Eastern European circuit, you know, Serbia. Yeah. Holland, uh-huh. Russia, yep. same thing. Yeah. and those guys, same yep. thing. They come to see you, and you speak English, and it's fine. Everyone gets it. It's and then, crazy, man. Yeah, I. It, I it really. India.
1: I'm not gonna lie. It 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 really did blow my mind. Like you know what I mean? When especially because it was a different type of, you know, I'm doing theaters and shit. You know, and, yeah. and I'm nervous, and they're sold out. I'm like, like really? I'm going to Holland right now. Like yeah, what? Yeah. Like what yeah. the fuck? I'm going to. Like, so, anyways. When you started, uh, it, when you went to Australia to go to university, w- did you already have the mindset, like, I want to pursue stand-up, or is that something you stumbled on, or is this something you always passionately loved when you were living in Singapore and Malaysia? Uh,
0: no, yeah. I, I didn't have any idea I would do stand-up comedy. I was I went to Australia for law school. Like I graduated from law school in Australia, and law school, in, law school here is undergraduate, so I was uh-huh. like an undergrad lawyer, and then... Um, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get a job. And so I just kept doing comedy instead. And- I know, but but, but, but you got to explain why you went to comedy. Because oh, you okay. can't just say, I, I graduated, became okay. a lawyer. And I was like,
1: you know what? Let me go over and That's get some fair. money at that That's comedy fair. club. I, I, like, what was the passion yeah. behind it? Were people telling you fun- you were funny at university? No, no. For everyone always- told
0: me not to do it. Everyone told me don't do <laughs> it. You're- for real, they were like, don't do it. You're going to suck. And, um,
1: <laughs> no you- shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, they all said you're gonna eat a lot of shit. Don't, don't do it. And I don't <laughs> but know. You I were just, never
1: the funny guy. You were never the funny guy in the crowd or I mean, the funny everyone's guy. Everyone's a funny
0: guy, right? It's like what Seinfeld. no. Seinf- no. Seinf- no. <laughs> yeah, it's like what no. Seinfeld said. Seinfeld was like, yeah, everyone was funny when growing up. Wasn't everybody funny? Like you know, like everyone's funny. So ah, um,
1: I don't know. I a lot of people are annoying they're annoyingly funny and then no, there's now, people that have the gift there's the people that have the gift okay and, and now they're annoying so because you, we're
0: professionals now right so as professionals yeah, yeah. we're like these guys are annoying but when you're not a professional yeah, yeah. you're like everyone's funny like you know like, yeah but anyway so so i would see stand-up comedy um and specifically i mean when i was a kid i i was, i grew up in uh, new hampshire as well um, Manchester, Jesus New Hampshire. Christ. Yeah, yeah. So I was in Manchester, New Hampshire. Are you and... James
1: Bond? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are <laughs> yeah.
0: you, man? You... Yeah, my, yeah, my parents <laughs> what are you, went secret to...
1: agent? What are you, man?
0: My parents my parents went to New Hampshire for college. They went really late. They went, they had two wow. kids and then they went to uh, college in America. So they brought us along. So we were like in this, you know, we were my parents were going to college when we were in America. Uh, and I was like three years old. And then I stayed there till I was seven years old. And then I went back to Singapore. Like my parents were really good immigrants. They didn't take jobs. They they got educated and they left. Um, and uh, they... Uh, it, they I went back watching, to Singapore. They went back to Singapore. Yeah, they're like, okay. yeah, we don't want to take any jobs. We're just going to get education. And, and they did very <laughs> well for themselves. You know, the education actually got them, you know, corporate executive jobs, jobs in Singapore. So um, oh, that's awesome. uh, I remember watching Seinfeld in manchester new hampshire and going like you know the bits you would do at the end of the episode yes. and going like man that's really cool mom i think i want to do that like i want to do that uh you know telling jokes to people in a room okay and my mom, so then
1: that inspired you yeah. how
0: old were you when you said that to your mom it's like four but, but no I, shit yeah but i didn't do anything about it for 20 literally 20 years i didn't think about that's it fine. i didn't work on it yeah and so but that
1: was your inspiration that's dope yeah
0: yeah, just seeing okay. Seinfeld do the bits at the end. I was like, man, that looks, yeah. that looks really cool. And then when I was 25, it was my final year of university. And um, I remember going like there, was, like, there was like this campus comedy competition at my university. And if I didn't sign up now, I would never get a chance to do it because I'm graduating. So, uh-huh. I, I, and, and there was something in my head where I was like, I think I can do this, but I just want to confirm it. So, that's really what <laughs> the bug was. Like, I think I can wow. do wow. People in a room laugh with jokes, but I just really want to make sure. So I went to do it. And then you guys know the drug. Once you do it once, it's like, then you get hooked. It's over. And then it becomes, how do I get this again? How do I get this again? I need to get the next joke. I need to get the next joke. And then it became like, very quickly for me, it became like, um, I don't want to, I don't want to, I I want to do it to strangers. I don't want any of my friends to ever come and see this because uh, I don't want to become the guy who's only selling to people who know me. I yeah. need to, I need to mm-hmm. do it to people who have no emotional investment in, in anything I'm doing and yeah. just to really confirm. So even till now, for me, it's just a confirming like, Hey, is this funny? Like my whole, yeah. the whole comedy for me is just a, a, a continuously just trying to confirm whether this thing I just thought, is it actually funny? And yeah. I'm trying to get people going. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's sick, what it's don't now. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's then, so a, it's crazy and what year was
1: that when you graduated, when you graduated university and, and started 2009 so you started stand-up in 2009 yeah yeah holy shit bro what a rise What a rise, bro! No,
0: I'm still, I'm still learning how to do it. You know, still very much, but, still very much a baby in it. So, uh, um, yeah.
1: But God damn it, you made a decision in 2009, and then you became part of the biggest fucking Asian movie of all time, <laughs> uh, one of the biggest movies of all time. Um, yeah, I got really, in lucky, ni- got really in, lucky. In literally, in literally, ele- wow, eleven. How many years ago is that? Three years ago now. Three. Yeah.
0: To, crazy 18 i guess 2018 so, to, yeah, yeah so Two from ago,
1: 2009 yeah. to 2018 right yeah that's pretty cool. you, yeah. that's pretty amazing pretty bro cool. I, I just want you to know my netflix special which wasn't given to me i had to pay for that motherfucker took me 27 years <laughs> just want you to know that
0: <laughs> yeah but also i mean uh, yeah look i i got really i got really lucky with uh, people giving me giving me chances and i feel like every time someone gave me a chance i i feel like i always delivered you know yeah. um and um no so i mean but that's the thing right like none of us can make anything without someone believing in us or helping us at some yeah. point someone had yeah. to believe in you at, oh 100% you know, yeah even yeah, in even in even in something like stand up comedy which is one of the most solo sports in the yeah. world yeah. right like yeah, like um you know, Alan Havy, the great Alan Havy always says like, uh, with up comedy, uh, we're in it for ourselves, but we're in it together. And like, yeah. no one, no, like we can't, you know, like there's no one got a gig, even, even that open mic room, someone had to yeah. believe in you and be like, yeah, okay, you can come on. You know, you're not a complete 100%. psycho. So, That's every, right. you know, I, I, I got really lucky with people, you know, really, um, giving me chances and I tried to always pay it back by, Making sure I did a good job and not screwing it up, you know. Yeah, um.
1: yeah. Preparation is key. My right. my my stepdad always said that, man. People that aren't mm-hmm. prepared are failures. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you were you were prepared, bro. So you know, what I mean, much respect to that. Because once you left Australia, you went where? Did you stay uh, in Australia and continue stand up, or where? When did you finally? How did you land the Daily Show? How did you get all that right. stuff? Where did right. that so come I, in?
0: I was, um, I was, I was in Australia doing comedy 2009 and I was doing okay here. You know, uh, Australian audiences for the most part, I think kind of got behind me and what I was, what I was saying and what I was doing. And so I was doing like, like, uh, like a thousand seat theaters here. Um, maybe three or four years in, I was able to kind of tour around wow. the country, make a decent living. Um, nice. you know, and it's, it's also a different market here. Like y- you, you. Honestly, to make it financially viable here, you have to go to theaters. Like that's just, yeah. how it it's, not, it's not even right. a, it's not even a luxury thing. It's more like this is the, this is the business model. Uh, and mm-hmm. obviously it's hard to get to the point where you can do, you can actually sell, but that's the goal, you know? So we were always kind yeah, of yeah. trending towards that. That's why in America, I always tried to think like you, you know, trying to think in terms of going to theaters and um, have, having people come who want to be there is a big yeah. is a big part of comedy yeah um, yeah yeah and so um, uh, I was doing that and then I was also doing the international circuit you know I was doing Edinburgh Fringe I did Edinburgh Fringe like three times um, and so it, and I did Montreal you know I was going around the world kind of doing this uh, do, doing stand up and in in uh, Montreal I got to meet um, I got to do a show with Trevor Noah and Trevor was someone who I knew from the circuit because he would. He's the guy who would come to Australia and be the talk of the town, you know. And we would yeah. all there'll be like we would all be all these Australian comics would be there trying to peddle our hour and then Trevor would come and just blow the place up, you know. And he's actually legendary in Edinburgh because he um, he started Edinburgh's a crazy festival. If you don't know, Edinburgh is the largest live performing festival in the world. It's Comedy really, yeah. is it's incredible. Is one small part of it. And it's already huge. Comedy is huge yeah. at the Edinburgh Fringe. And it's just a fraction because they've got music. They've got uh, uh, musicals. They've got uh, plays. They've got ballet, dancing, magicians, they got juggling. They've got, you know, comedy. Everything. Is, it's yeah, bananas.
2: It's yeah. one of the reasons. And, it's it's really interesting for the for the listeners who who might not know anything about the mm. fringe. It's it's really interesting because it's one of it's the only one with that it's basically the wild west. So there's no there's not really a gatekeeper so much at the fringe. Like there's a few different houses that'll do the best at promoting you, but if you can get a venue and a microphone no. at, in Edinburgh in the month of August, you're a part of the fringe. Like nobody can yeah. really
0: stop. So there's like 5,000 shows, I think, going on. Yeah. I mean, it's um,
1: crazy. It's literally 5,000 shows. And yeah. mind you, remind everybody that it's not just a show. It's usually a residency that goes for about three weeks. Every yeah. day yeah. of yeah. August
2: at yeah. a certain yeah. time. Oh. So I, yeah. I'm going to be at 6 p.m. every day at this one venue, yeah. basically. Yeah.
0: So, so it's a real marathon. It's really yeah. – it's this – mental and physical and if you gotta love performing to be there and like you said you're doing an hour every day of your show which maybe you you know you're you're, you spend most of the afternoon flyering essentially begging people to come (laughs) sometimes you might get one or two people in your show you know like some some days there's just two people two audience members some Mm. days there's 10 some days there's 20 whatever it is you know whatever your profile is so it's tough it's a grind, and um. Trevor, in that environment, he went from the star of the festival. He went from like a thirty seat, fifty seater. By the end of the festival, he was in the biggest venue in Edinburgh, a thousand five hundred, wow. and, that, and that's unheard of in 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 that you know. So he was doing really well in terms of you like you can't fake the funk, you know. It, it, it's you can't. That's not just hype. That's pe- your, people, people are really picking up what you're putting down. And Eddie Izzard was promoting him, which was huge, but. You know, that's not the reason why people came. People came because it was good, you know. And Eddie Izzard promoted him because he was good. And so he was just kind of like fresh face but really kind of blowing up in the circuit. And so I, I was in I was in um, um, Montreal and I knew of him peripherally but, you know, we weren't hanging out or anything. And I did a show with him, actually the Eddie Izzard Gala. So, again, shout out to Eddie Izzard for letting me go on the gala. Again, another instance of someone giving people a shot you yeah know? and um I, I i guess i did pretty well at the at this sh- at the gala there and um we, trevor and i talked and he wanted me to come to south africa and do a gig and then we didn't talk for two years like we didn't even exchange numbers and, and then two years later i get this email asking me to audition for a daily show and i suspected it was him but i couldn't be sure you know it's not like he gave me a heads up and um uh you know i auditioned for it and. From Australia, and then I did a chemistry test with Trevor in the studio in New York, and uh, yeah, I got hired, hired on the show. And then I sure. find out later that yeah, he was promoting me, and he didn't need to do that, you know, because one, we we want like close friends or anything. Yeah. I'm sure he had funnier friends, he had closer friends, he probably owed tons of favors to, but he felt very strongly that the show needed a, 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 that Asian voice on it, and I'm yeah. very lucky that I was the one he chose to do that, but. My point to all this is that he didn't have to do that. He wanted to do that because he wanted to give underrepresented people a, a, a voice on the show, you know. Yeah. And 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 my, like he didn't need to do that. It, yeah, it's totally in well, fact in some ways like, against his interest. But I want to awesome. I want to interrupt you real quick because you always say the word lucky, and
1: you're not like you are. You are <laughs> uh, very talented. You're talented, bro. Uh, lucky, yeah. lucky, lucky is a description you use. When a motherfucker is like, I was juggling, <laughs> and now I'm in a circus. It's like, <laughs> like, a like, no, you're not lucky, bro. Like, you're I, fucking I talented. When I give you your compliments, that's a real thing, man. Like, not your acting days, is beautiful. Your fucking comedic timing is it. Your hustle, your grind, and you're just days, talented. And your talent, like you, 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 like, like you said, you weren't friends with Trevor, but whatever you did on stage, that buried inside his brain. And when he had that opportunity, he's like, I got the guy. And it, yeah, it, it's but not you know about, how many? Not,
0: but we all know, we all know guys who are good. We yeah, know but, super but funny that, guys, 100%, you know, and and 100%. a lot of it but is luck, man. you
2: You work really hard. And you've got a unique voice, and you're really, really, really good. And you also are just a decent person. And so you fucking deserve. <laughs>
0: <it>. And Joe, <laughs> Ray, well, thanks. I'll take Joe's I'll take Ray. the compliment, d- you but it. yeah, you I I did get. Got yeah so anyway i did get a lot of people believing me so thanks a lot
1: man like you are you you just are man. i i've always been a fan i love your shit man i i love watching you uh it's it's a style that i've always enjoyed you know what i mean like it's just sick bro and uh and people need to watch it where can they go right now to see uh your stand-up uh
0: well Uh, everyone's just
1: i know but where can they go i i'm talking in their homes where can they go see oh okay
0: Please go to Netflix and click on uh, Ryan Chang, uh, Asian comedian, destroys America. And um, yeah, watch it till the end. There's a lot of uh, thoughts in the... I love it. uh, Oh, thanks so much. I love
1: the theme. I love the theme that you had with the, uh, the whole 50s style, like... Uh, yeah, I was. I love that, bro. Like, thanks. Yeah, you know, I was man, trying hey, to do. Hey, Ronnie, Ronnie, I know you. You laugh a lot when I say these compliments, but I want you to know these are genuine compliments. Uh, yeah, you. Know you, yeah, like, you
0: almost have to say that because I'm on your podcast. But um, yeah. no, uh, I don't. I, did put, I don't have I
1: did, to say that. If this, if I didn't like you, bro, this shit would have ended 30 minutes ago.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I really appreciate. It. Thanks for promoting yeah, it, man. You're always yeah. promoting my stuff a lot. Yeah, I, I, my, my, my visual hey, Do
1: I not? do I not promote your shit with you without yeah, you even asking yeah, I do that shit and I and I don't do that for a lot of people man I only do it for the yeah, okay, ones Jesus. that make me fucking laugh
0: <laughs> thanks a lot yeah thanks so, no Joe's always been promoting my stuff I really appreciate that I, I wish I could you know I feel like when I promote your stuff, is like completely useless. Like what am nah. I doing promoting to- nah,
1: like, I'm, already I, selling, I, I'm already selling out arenas. Don't worry about that. I
0: know. <laughs> so it's like, what am I doing here? I'm just like, you know, uh, it's just uh, a show to like, be like, oh yeah, Joe, I'm also promoting your no, your, 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 your 24 sold out run at the Hawaii arena.
1: All right, whatever. <laughs> Let's not forget the form. Okay, anyways, that's enough. Um, no, no, in no way does, you know, anyone that does something uh, out of the goodness of the heart because they're expecting it to come back yeah they're not yeah. then they're not doing it for real you know what I mean yeah. I, I don't yeah. like those kind of people and I don't expect <laughs> yeah. you to give me anything back like that well but, <laughs> but It is dope that Trevor Noah saw that beautiful talent that you possessed, and he always kept that to his heart. And when he had the opportunity, he made that happen. And you do the same thing, Ronnie. The next cat that inspires you, and you got that opportunity to give it to him, man, give it to him, bro. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's what this – especially like you said earlier. It is a very lonely and solo world that we live in, man. I've been on the road for – fuck i can't even tell you how long and and there's a lot of times where i didn't get to go to my son's birthdays i i sacrificed a lot man and it is very lonely and it is a solo thing so it, we so you know that that old mentality that was in the past where cats didn't really help each other man that shit's it's whack man like yeah. trevor noah and and you know and i like to say myself likes to pay it forward and and, and it's cool that you're that dude man like yo i love your shit man congrats yeah, thanks
0: so much, man. Thanks, so yeah, much. man. Yeah. I can't
1: wait to see what else you got for the big screen. I think uh, you directing something would be really dope, man. Uh, I, I can already see it. Yeah,
0: thanks a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to get to the. I'm just trying to get the next joke right now. So forget uh, directing. I'm just trying to write this next bit.
1: <laughs> for the stage, yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, you know what's crazy is, um, you know the Bruce Lee documentary came out, right? Yeah. And one thing that a lot of people didn't know is that the guy was a performer since he was a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. The guy was, you know, what I mean, he 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 knew. Like, you know, one thing that no, I I always knew, you know what I mean. But but you know, his yeah. inspirations was Muhammad Ali and and and, and jujitsu, and and he was yeah. ahead of his time. Like yeah. like you know, there was a lot of people that were hating on him because he was like, hey, let's throw all the the martial arts in and and every yeah. technique because when the fight happens. It, you have to do everything so anyways yeah. long story short what i'm trying to say is um a lot of people don't know that entertainment is in our blood you know what i mean and mm. and 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 is that something that was in your blood like like see like bruce lee was you know we all know him as this kung fu expert but we didn't know that he was an entertainer as well yeah you know what yeah. i mean yeah. and 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 same thing with me like I, I knew i wanted to be a comic but i didn't know like in my family we had singers and all this stuff that was in our blood and it it just like indirectly it kind of motivated how about you was that in your blood
0: i mean it it, i i I don't think it was i don't think it was because even up till up just even up till the daily show when i got the daily show job i always felt like one foot was out the door you know i always i always was like i'm supposed to stop this now right like (laughs) i can't i can't keep doing this there's no way this can keep going um so in my head I was always like, oh yeah this is you know I, I'm one this is gonna stop soon yeah. uh, it, it was until I got the daily show and I was in New York and I was g- regularly getting gigs in New York, which is kind of living the dream it's like you work in a daily show in the day and then at night you run around Manhattan trying to do five six shows that's like living the dream it's <laughs> yeah, only oh, cool. during that time was when I was like, oh damn yeah I could actually do this that was wow really yeah, before that it was always one foot out the door and how did your
1: family accept it? Did they um, love the fact that you became an entertainer? Uh,
0: not r- not really. I kind of didn't tell them I was doing it. I just went to go do so it.
1: Crazy because Isn't they lived crazy? in a
0: different country. Yeah, they didn't yeah, even. Man. Yeah, so I, it was easy to hide it. And I yeah. and I'm not one to like, you know. My dad was always like a guy who like you want to show results. You don't want to be talking about stuff. You know, so. My thing was like, I'll, you know, I, I, I don't want to talk about how what I'm doing. I just want to let it speak for itself, and yeah. maybe hopefully show some results. And um, I think that tactic paid off because what, what it, I, I never told them I was doing it in their heads, and what I was actually, the truth was, I was also getting my legal qualifications. Yeah. So I had that excuse of like when they asked me what I was doing, I was like, oh, I'm still. Trying to pass the bar you know yeah. um and um which was actually true and then i, en- yeah. I ended up passing the bar in victoria in, in australia but i just took way longer than you needed to you know yeah, just yeah. As an excuse i'm trying to but, pass but, this
1: bar while doing stage time dad
0: <laughs> yeah and then what happened was that um eventually i was doing it well enough that singapore press started reporting on it and that's how they found out because they read wow. the newspaper in singapore and then when it when when the singapore press you know like asian parents are like it doesn't matter what you tell them, it nothing they, they're like you everything you say is you're either exaggerating it or you're lying. Yeah. It, it's only if a third person says it, then they're like, Oh shit. Oh shit, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this guy says that you're doing comedy and you're good, man. <laughs> That's this so guy's true. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if you tell them like, hey, I'm doing comedy, I think I'm going okay, they'd be like, that, that is you're probably doing yeah. awful. You're probably yeah. bad at it and you yeah. should stop and you're probably yeah, you losing money. You must be money. homeless. You must be you're homeless. Yeah, you're just, you're, people yep. probably hate it, yep. right? You're probably being a, attacked every time you go on stage at how yep. bad you, so it's until like a third person is like, hey, I saw Ronnie, he's actually really good. Then they're like, oh my God, yeah. this person, you know, so. Uh, I'm with you on kinda, that one. When I told yeah, my yeah.
1: mom I had the Tonight Show, she's like, oh, okay, well, I uh, We'll yeah. see how that goes. And then when it came on, I was like, oh my God, everyone talking about the Tonight Show. It's like, oh shit, man. Yeah.
0: Even when I I told my dad, eventually I had to tell him I got, so this was early on, right? Then eventually I got the Daily Show. Yeah. And then I didn't even tell my dad I got the Daily Show. I just like, I, you know, for me, it was like, it doesn't matter what you get, it's what you're doing. And yeah. so he, he read it in the news and then he was like, uh, hey, so what's this I hear about you getting the everyday show? And I'm like, oh, show. oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the daily show. It's this political satire <laughs> show in America. It's, pre- it's pretty popular. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. So are you the host? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm the correspondent. I'm, I'm a correspondent on the show. And yeah. he's like, oh, what's a correspondent? And he's like, oh, I, I help the host with, like, comedy segments in studio and outside of studio. And then he's like, oh, okay. Hey, may, he's just a sidekick. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, no yeah, shit!" Yeah, so I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. yeah, that's pretty normal. And then within a week of me getting it, he my dad like Googled like everything about it, he was telling me John Stewart's salary, you know, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's, that's
1: so funny. yeah, so he got but,
0: into it eventually, but I you know,
1: that's <laughs> funny. You know, I was talking to Jimmy O'Yang and uh he's it's the Jim- best the oh best. i love jimmy man that's my dude and uh we're just talking about how his comedy career took off and then next thing you know he's got silicon valley and then you know then he got crazy with a- asians and then you know his dad used to be like this stern dad and now all of a sudden his dad's an actor <laughs> it's
0: like <laughs> dude, jimmy's it's like, book yeah jimmy's um, book is super funny and he talks yeah. about this he goes like he jimmy was becoming like a legit Actor, you know, with regular work on Silicon Valley, and his yeah. dad, Jimmy's dad, went, oh that looks easy. I, 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 I can do it," and he did.
1: <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> and then and his he's dad, like a legit actor, right now. Yeah,
0: his dad's tw- on um um Space Force with him. Oh, on Netflix. that's so funny, dude. His dad, yeah, his dad is killed. Cool. Uh, I know his dad as well. He's a great guy. Yeah, oh, it's so funny. So funny. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's so funny, man! It, it's it's just it's cool to see that, man. My mom gets flown out for like, like speaks like for, for her to do speeches. It's like because it's Joko's mother. It's like tune in tonight. We're interviewing Joko's mother. It's like oh, wow. Jesus Christ! In <laughs> they flew to yeah. No, in America, they fly her out everywhere. Oh, they fly oh. her to D.C. They fly her to New York. Like, right. She's she's what- she's accepting awards. I like to accept this award. Or my son,
0: uh, yeah. What he, he really, really loves you. What's interesting to me about you, not just how you know how legendary your comedy career is and how well you how you know you're kill, just blowing up, um, is also how much like we have that Southeast Asian connection. Yeah, you know, because there's not a lot of Southeast Asian like people don't even Self, Southeast Asia in to Americans is a real like black hole. You know, yeah, people man. don't really know what's going on there. Like if you say Southeast Asia, they might go Vietnam. Yep. You know, but even then it'll be, Vietnam will be of the war, like people yeah. getting blown up. Yeah, that's up. true, yeah. If, if we, you know, if I say, if to me, Southeast Asia is like Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, Indonesia, Philippines, yeah. um, uh, Laos, um, uh, Burma, uh, uh-huh. Myanmar, um, you know, so like there's this whole place in the world that it, I think most Americans don't know about, which is why I think your special... Your comedy is really cool because you bring attention to it. But what was really cool about your special as well is that you brought people back to the Philippines. So I thought it was really cool. You know, Thank you, you man. showed people around and you got the comics on. You know, Thank it, you. Was, it, it was it was just that moment, man. It was that
1: mo- yeah. moment where I had really cool. to get back, man. I, I opened that door and I'm like, yo, I'm gonna let all these Filipinos in. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what
0: that was about, man. Yeah, Dude, it was great. And I think, yeah. Well, go ahead, finish, finish. No, no, it was great. And I I'm glad people got to see. Uh, because I think oftentimes when we show Southeast Asia and America, it's fucking just, it's like refugees yeah. or someone yeah. like orphans who got, but it's just like this, all this misery. And yeah, it was, man. my whole thing is like, you got to show the other side. And so that's what I really love about your special is that you, you know, you, you went there and it's, you show people like the the dignity and the the cool uh, culture that's there And, you know uh, it was it's fun to see yeah it was great <laughs> i hope that's a blueprint
1: too i said that in netflix when i shot it i go i hope this is a blueprint that other comics can do you know what i mean like just go and show where you're from and and showcase other talents and and yeah. let the world embrace your culture that's what that yeah. was all about man so hey i love you for saying that thank you
0: yeah yeah and the and that and that agenda really came through that that authenticity uh, like it was it was clear that you didn't need to do that you uh, could freaking you know what i mean you could just film the special i i know uh, hawaii <laughs> I, you could have done it in you didn't need you to stop saying hawaii i go everywhere <laughs> no, I just oh the you forum son of a bitch. You could have done you could have done um yeah, you could have done anywhere. You literally yeah. could have done anywhere in the world and then to go into Philippines and bring other people along and show them it's a big production, man. Like yeah, I'm man. I'm I'm watching I just I you know bef- just before your special came I was watching uh, cuz I watch your social media all the time yeah. and I just put my producer's hat on watching some of this. And I'm like how the hell is this being filmed? There's like like at least two cameras with yeah. guys walking around with that. And then you're getting your, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, when you're walking down the street, anyway, it, 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 the, the production Bro. value, I'm like, man. And I, we did that in four
1: days, Ronnie.
0: I know. I can't. And believe. I was on a world tour.
1: I was on I a world tour and I flew there and I shot that in four days and we wrote it there. So yeah. it was
0: crazy, man. Thank you. I love yeah. you
1: for that, man. Yeah. That was a passion project and it took yeah. a lot of me. Yeah. It took a lot of my soul to do that. And,
0: and also good job, Brian.
1: Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Brian had nothing to do with it. Goddamn it, <laughs> Ronnie! Congratulations <laughs> to all your success, bro.
0: Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Good to see. I didn't expect to see Brian on this. No one briefed yeah. me on, but I'm good never, to see I, you. I always yeah. just
2: sneak up on people. Yeah, <laughs> man. And, <laughs> I, and I love,
1: and I love the fact that you have six hats on a hat rack over there. That's a beautiful Dude. thing. Uh, I hope you get to, <laughs> I hope you get to some of those post-its on your bulletin board. Um, it's it's a <laughs> This is. <laughs> but God, God bless you through this pandemic, man. And when this is all said and done, bro, I can't wait to see you in person. And like I said, if you're in New York, I'm playing Radio City Music Hall, bro, and I want you. I told you this before. I want you oh, on it, bro.
0: Shit, that will be crazy. I that, I'd love to, for to do you. that. Yeah. I would okay. Love look, for look, you to walk out. Yeah. No. No. Don't. No, don't call it now. If you have a bigger favor to, uh, like you. Have, if you owe someone I don't have favors. A favor.
1: <laughs> I don't do favors, okay. bro. I only put no, you.
0: Yo. Yo. If we're still alive, uh and we regular, are, and. Um, if the radio uh, city isn't occupied by like squatters who have abandoned <laughs> <in Dubai. laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, for sure, yeah, even we're if it is occupied, you know, we're, we're coming, coming back, back from man. this. We're Everything's
1: back. coming back. The Daily Show's coming back. Ronnie Chang's coming back. I'm going to be at Radio City Music Hall, it's already sold out, by the way. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and I want my boy Ronnie Chang to just share the stage, bro. That'd be dope, Thanks, man. man.
0: Thanks, man. That'll be killer. Thanks a lot.
1: I love you for your kind words and thank you for what you do for the culture, my guy. You're the yep. shit. You're a real one. So thank you for being on this one.
0: Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for paving Ronnie. the way, man. Thanks, thanks for being on. Ryan. Love yeah. you, bro. Yeah.
1: Stay good, Ronnie. Yeah. Don't take it. Just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood.
0: A la,
1: la, la, la,